let the church say amen. From the book of Numbers. The book of Numbers. Numbers chapter 32. And in your own time, I'd like you to read that whole chapter. For the purpose of preaching, I want to lift out verse 5 and verse 19. Verse 5 reads like this. Wherefore said they, if we have found grace in thy sight, let this land be given unto thy servants for a possession, and bring us not over Jordan. And then verse 19, verse 19 says this, for we will not inherit with them on yonder side of Jordan or forward because our inheritance is fallen to us on this side of Jordan eastward. Amen. Amen. I, I want just for a few minutes I'll talk from this subject settling for less than God has promised. Settling for less than God has promised. One of the great things I, I learned from studying the Word of God, the more I study and the deeper I study, the greatest thing I learn is how much I don't know and how much that is left for me to learn and to pick up on right in front of my eyes. You read it, you read it, you study it all your life, but there are some things that just come clearer as time passes. And this, my brothers and sisters, is one of those times, one of the greatest celebrations of the church is the celebration of God keeping his promise to the children of Israel. A promise to bring them out of bondage and into a land that was so full that everything they need would be there. A land that was so full of resources yeah, that, that it was said to be flowing with milk and honey. That's a great celebration of the church. It, yeah, yeah, it's a great celebration. We celebrate that. Yeah, yeah, and uh, because we celebrate that because it says to us that God keeps his promises. So it, all that means, my brothers and sisters, was that God had prepared a special place for his people 
Yeah, those, if they would trust and obey his lead. Songwriter said it like this, on Jordan's stormy banks I stand and cast a wistful eye to Canaan's fair and happy land where my possessions lie. And brothers and sisters, everybody with good sense and who knows God ought to want to claim everything that God has in store for you. Everybody with good sense, you ought to want to claim every promise that God has for you. <clears throat> Yet, this text points out to us that two of the tribes of Israel, Gad and Reuben, and later in verse 33, you'll see that half of the tribe of Manasseh, three, three groups who made a choice that the land that they were on on the east side of Jordan was good enough for them. Are y'all hearing me? Here is a group of folk who made up their minds in view of the promised land that where I am right now here on the east side of Jordan is good enough for me and there is no need for us to cross Jordan into the promised land. Are y'all hearing this? Now, now, as we go through the story, you're going to see that they were able to work out a deal with Moses. They were able to work out a deal with Mo, and he allowed it. He allowed them to stay on that side. And, and, and you, you read the whole thing, you're going to see that everything did turn out all right. But the question must be raised. Why would you settle for all right when God has promised you the best? Are y'all hearing me? What would cause a child of God to desire less than what God has promised? Come, come with me to the text. Children of Israel, after leaving Egypt, they have wandered now in the wilderness for 40 years. And now... They are making their final approach to the promised land. They've just conquered and captured the land on the east side of Jordan. And now they only got one more river to cross. <laughs> are y'all hearing me? They, they, they've conquered everything on this side. And now they ain't got but one go across the Jordan River. They got one more river to cross. And are y'all hearing me? And they're right there on the banks across from the promised land. Are y'all hearing me? They only have to cross Jordan and clear out the inhabitants and claim the land that God has already promised them. The land that God has prepared especially for them. Are y'all hearing me? All they got to do is cross over now and just fight this final battle and, and they are in the land of plenty. They, they will be then in the land that is, so, that, that is said to be flowing 
with milk and honey. But as they prepare to cross, as they get ready to go over and claim their possession that God has promised, the leaders of the tribe of Gad and of the tribe of Reuben came to Moses. And this is what they said to Moses in essence. They said, uh, Moses, um, we are really fine where we are. Looking over into the promised land on this side, they said, Moses, we good. We, we are really fine right where we are. You see, Moses, we got all of this cattle. And we got all of this livestock. Look at it. Look at it. Got livestock, cattle everywhere. And this land right here is perfect for raising our cattle. Are y'all hearing me? Yeah, so, so, so Moses, I'll tell you what, y'all just go on <laughs> to the promised land. Y'all just go on. We are fine right here where we are. Yeah, y'all looking funny too. I look real funny about that. I want to submit to you this morning that that crowd it still got some cousins living around here now. <laughs> Are y'all hearing me, folk? <laughs> folk who have been so impressed by the present that they can't even see the future. Folk who have become so comfortable with, 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 with what they, they've become so comfortable with good that they can't even them better. I just said something right there. Folk who are so overwhelmed by what God has brought them to that they lose sight of what God has in store. Anybody, any of y'all know those folk? They, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my brothers and my sisters, how many times have we gotten off the path of faith because we were distracted by what we can see right now? How many times have we left walking by faith because something looks good right now? You see, if you got so much cattle that it causes you to lose sight of Canaan, you got too much cattle. <laughs> Y'all ain't hearing me. I said, I said, if you got so much cattle that it causes you to lose sight of the promised land, you got too much cattle. You got so much stuff that it causes you to lose sight of what God has in store with you, brothers and sisters, you got too much stuff. I'm preaching harder than y'all responding. I assure you, I assure you, I assure you that anything that God has prepared for you 
will outlive anything you picked out for yourself. I guarantee you that. I guarantee you anything that God has prepared for you is going to last longer than anything with your little self you done picked out. See, my brothers and my sisters, anything you pick out for yourself has a time stamp on it. Let me say it again. Anything you pick out for yourself it's got a time stamp. And let, let me say it another way. It won't last. It won't last. Jesus, Jesus himself said that earthly treasures will either be consumed by rust, thieves will steal it, or moths will eat it up. Jesus said that. It has, time, it has a time stamp on it. Either it will leave you or you will leave it. So, they say to Moses, Moses, we good. We, we good right here. We are good where we are. We'll stay here on the east side of Jordan. Y'all just go on. We're good right here. Now, mind you, they had not even seen what was on the west side of Jordan. Are y'all hearing this? They, they had not even seen what was on the west side of Jordan. They were basing their decision on what they could see right now. That's a terrible mistake. Somebody will say amen. I said, that's a terrible mistake to make decisions based on what you're looking at right now. Never make a decision based on what you see now. Especially if you know God has promised you better. Some, somebody, somebody sitting here right now in the sound of my voice right now, you already figured it out. You have come to realize that you missed out on what God had for you because you settled for something you could see right at that moment. Y'all keep looking right at me. Don't look, don't look, don't, 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 don't. Don't look to your right at this. Look right at me. Don't even say amen. But you already figured out that God had something better for me. But I got caught up on what I saw. Are y'all hearing me? Moses, who by this time, Moses is an old seasoned leader. He didn't even get mad at him. He didn't get angry with them. He, he just began to give them a history lesson. Y'all read it when you get home. Moses sat those fellas down and said, let me tell you something. Forty years ago, 40 years ago, I actually sent 12 spies over here in this promised land that they might go in and, and check it out. And, and I sent 12 spies, yeah, to the land, yeah, so that we might get ready to go in and take it. They went, those 12 spies, they went. They found that the land was everything that God said it was. Those 12, 40 years ago, they went, found out the land was everything that God said it was, and they even brought back evidence, giant grapes and Giant fruit just to show 
that it was really what God said it was. He said, but let, while I'm telling you, he said, I sent those 12 signs, but 10 of them came back with an evil report. Two of them said we could take it. But those 10 came back and started spreading the word, started spreading a negative report. They brought back a report that, and put fear in the hearts of folk. They came back. They didn't talk about the fruit. They didn't talk about how glorious the place was. They came back talking about the giants that lived over there. <laughs> came back telling them, yeah, that we just like grasshoppers. And yeah, them big old folk, are y'all hearing me? And they, they spread fear among the people. And, 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 yeah, and, and we were not able to take the land yeah, because the people rebelled against God based on what those folk told them. Oh, y'all hear me? And he says to them, while I'm telling you, that's why we've been wandering around here for 40 years. We've been wandering around here for 40 years waiting on all of the doubters to die. <laughs> it's tight, but it's right. We've been wandering around for 40 years waiting on all of them folk to die off. Moses is talking to them. Moses says, now, so the last thing that I want right now, since we've already made it this far, the last thing I, 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 wanna, I, I want right now, we're right across the Jordan from what God has promised. The last thing I want is to get the folks stirred up again for y'all to go out and start telling the folk that how good this is and that this is all right. The last thing I want is to have to go to God with that again. The last thing I want is for them to get it in their minds that where we are is all right because where we are is not what God has promised. Are y'all hearing this? Says to them, God didn't bring us this far just to be all right. I just said something. He didn't bring us this far just to be all right. He's bringing us to the fulfillment of what he has promised us. Let me throw this in. Never settle for all right when you're on the brink of what God has promised you. Never, never settle for all right when you're right on the brink of what God says is yours. And and then the next thing he says to them, he says, because you are willing to settle, just because you're so happy to be right here. He said, here's the next problem. Your brothers and your fellow tribesmen now are going to have to go into battle shorthanded. We're getting ready to go over to Jordan and we're going to have to go into battle to take control of the promised land and we're going to have to go in short-handed because you have made up your minds that you're willing to settle right here where you are. Are y'all here? In other words, rather than having all the men from 12 tribes fighting to claim what God has promised us, we're going to end up with nine and a half tribes. Are y'all hearing me? Nine and a half tribes fighting to get what God has promised to 12 tribes. Just because you have decided 
that you are right where you are. My brothers and my sisters, this battle that we're in right now for civil and human rights and for justice wouldn't be as hard if there weren't so many folk who feel like I'm all right. Y'all ain't hearing me. It wouldn't be such a hard battle if everybody would fight it, but you got a lot of folk who say, well, it's, I, you know, I'm all right. Are y'all hearing me? I, I got my executive position, got my house in the suburbs, two cars and a garage, two children and a dog, a bank account. I, I'm good. Are y'all hearing me? I, I'm all right, right where I am. So, here is Moses and his solution. He said, I'm not going to get on the bad side of God again. We ain't, we ain't one around another 40 years because y'all ain't getting it together. He says, here is my solution just so we can stay on the good side of God. He says, you all are going to come on and fight with us. Are y'all hearing me? You're going to come fight with us as we claim what God has promised. And then once we have fought and claimed the promise of God, once we are in the promised land, have claimed the promised land, if you want to come back, <laughs> y'all ain't hear me. Once we get on over there and we fought, win this battle, if you want to come back, and live on the east side of Jordan, that's your choice. And guess what? <laughs> they did it. They, they agreed. They, they agreed to do just that. They actually left their wives and their children and their livestock on the east side of Jordan to go fight for what God has said was already theirs on the west side of Jordan. They left their children, their wives, everything on that side, and then they went to fight and won on the other side of Jordan, and then they left the promised land. After they got through fighting for it, they left, went back across the Jordan to live on the east side. <laughs> Y'all ain't hearing me. Y'all, they have paid a west side price to live on the east side. Oh, y'all hear me? They, they have fought the same battle for the west side, yet they choose to stay. I'm almost through. I'm almost through. We spend more time and energy trying to get around God's plan than we would if we would just go with God's plan. I know I'm right about it. I know I'm right about it because, because of what God has promised me. 
this is my own thing here because of what God says is mine. I've made up my mind that I will not settle for anything this world has to offer. Are y'all hearing me? Because I know what God has promised. I've made up my mind that I will never settle for anything less than what God says is mine. You see, I'm so satisfied with my Savior. He means more to me than anything that this world can ever offer. Are y'all hearing me? I say I'm so satisfied with my Savior. He means more to me than anything that this world could ever offer me. You see, if he promises me peace, then I want peace. If God has promised me good, then I want good. If God has promised me a, a mansion on the other side, then I don't want a cabin in the corner yeah, of glory land. Yeah, I want the mansion that God says is mine. Are y'all hearing me? Yeah. He promised me uh, that if I would put him, uh, yeah, if I would put my trust uh, in him, uh, he promised me uh, that if I would just hold his hand, uh, put my faith in him, uh, if I would just uh, yeah, lift him up, yeah, live my life for him, uh, he promised me uh, that he would give me uh, eternal life. Yeah. Are y'all hearing me? And I got good news. Uh, he did uh, just what he said. Yeah. He promised me uh, that if I would trust him, uh, he would give me a savior. Yeah. And he did uh, just what he said. Yeah. He sent his only uh, begotten son uh, to die in my place. Uh, he took up my cross. Uh, put it on his shoulders, yeah. Died one Friday uh, on an old cross, uh, laid him uh, in a barry tomb, uh, but early uh, Sunday morning, uh, he got up uh, with all power and, uh, in his hand. Yes, uh, yes, uh, yes, uh, and right now uh, I'm standing uh, on the promises uh, of God, yeah. We used to sing it in the church. We don't sing it no more, but we sing standing on the promises of Christ my King. Through eternal ages, let his praises ring. Glory in the highest, I will shout and sing. I'm standing on the promises of God. I'm standing on the promises. I cannot fail when the howling storm of doubt and fear assail. By the living word of God, I shall prevail because I'm standing on the promises of God. Yes, yes, I've seen the lightning flashing. I've heard the thunder roll. I felt sin breakers dashing, trying to conquer my soul. But I heard a voice from heaven saying, keep on fighting on. He promised. He promised. 
He promised never to leave me. Never to leave me alone. I'm standing on the promises of God. I don't intend to quit until I've claimed every promise that he has promised to me. Oh, I thank God for where I am now. I thank God, but I, I want everything that God has in store for me. The word of God is clear. If thou will confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. If you're here, let me just invite you. If you're unsaved, you ought to come.